Tin, 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 tin. Estás escuchando el podcast de Riggy in the City con el DJ Daddy English. Por favor, suscríbete vía iTunes, SoundCloud. You are listening to the Riggy in the City podcast with DJ Daddy English. Please subscribe via iTunes, SoundCloud and tuning radio app. Tin, 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 tin. And Daddy English, what you say? This is Mark Smart, represent for Daddy English. Yeah, lively up podcast. yourself, the reggae is another band. Yeah, you know what you're just representing for the big bad Daddy English. What do you say? Reggae in the city, the podcast, episode number 95, right here, right now. I gotta say big shouts out and big up to everybody who tuned in from episode number one via the iTunes podcast app, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and many, many more platforms. Big yourselves, yes? Please leave a like, a comment, and share the episodes. Help us reach the world. We got a very big episode for you today. As usual, playing only the best in reggae music. We're going to be talking to one of one of the greatest, one of the best guitarists when it comes to this genre that we love so much. He comes from a very long line of excellence. His name is Robert Debrise Brownie. He's released a brand new album called Cliff Marley Tush. Majority of it is an instrumental album featuring the talents and the skills of the guitar. So kick back, relax as we enjoy the journey of Robert Debrise Brownie right here, right now on Reggae in the City, the podcast. Let's get down to the nitty gritty Playing some reggae in the city
Social Lion come from Zion Strong like I am. We are no reggae in the city podcast. Daddy English. Tune in. And this is Jetro Lion come from Zion Strong like I am. Straight out of Lagos, Nigeria. You understand? Music is a universal language. So we're not dealing with segregation. We're not dealing with racism. We're not dealing with corruption. We're not love and unity. We are free everything. You understand? Daddy English. Big up yourself, you don't know. Big time, please. Okay, welcome back to the Reggae in the City podcast. And as promised, we have a very, very special guest uh, with us today. He is the nephew of Cleavy from Stealing Cleavy fame, Danny Brownie, Noel Brownie, and Dalton Brownie. May he rest in peace. Father of Glenn Brownie and the brother of Richard Shams Brownie. Um, this guitarist also has released the album. It's called Cliff Marley Tosh. Um, featured vocals on the album is Aerobonic and Rain Armand. Um, you've, if you've gone to any concerts or you've seen many uh, musicians over the years, it's very likely that you've seen this man. His name is Robert Dubwise Brown Brownie. Welcome to the show, sir. How are you doing? Good enough, Daddy English. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks. No, man, it's, it's an honour, you know. It's an honour. Um, we're going to talk about your, your journey and also about this um, your latest project. This is your fourth album, correct? Yes, yes, it is. Yes, it's fourth project, yeah. Wow, see, so Cliff, Marley and Tosh. What, yeah. Why, why, why that? Why, what, tell us about that. Um, well, this project was actually started maybe in 2006, 2005. Um, I don't remember the exact reasoning, but I remember it was right after I was doing the gym with it for a while. Oh. And um, I guess inspired by, you know, his music and stuff. And I wanted to do another album at the time I had... Um, an original project already the first album birth and i had two projects that i had recorded already and you know i didn't have any cover songs any cover project and i say you know it would be good to do some covers some reggae songs you know that people from that people are familiar with and i started by you know those i don't even remember which song was recorded first at the time but as I said, the Jimmy Cliff thing was kind of fresh because I was just doing him. So I remember going to the studio and recording a couple of Jimmy Cliff songs and then some Bob Marley songs. And then I said, why not, you know, use the theme? Originally, it was um, supposed to be called Legends, wow. Volume 1. Mad. And, you know, I decided to just use the names instead. Fair play. And because, and because the album consists of songs from Bob Marley, Peter Tosh and Jimmy Cliff. Mm. That's why the name is Cliff Marley Tosh in alphabetical order. <laughs> wow, it, it, yo, it, it, it's a it's a nice vibe, you know what I mean? And I'm so grateful that um you allowed me to have a copy and you know to See. to take it in, man. Because trust me, yeah, I, I'm I'm loving the vibe, you know. Um, yeah, so much to talk right. about. You you mentioned that you was on tour with Jimmy Cliff. Now, yeah, that's you know. Many people like yo. That's you're just there with the legend. And you just mention his name, name just like that, like you know, like it's just a household name kind of thing, you know. But right, um, right. you've also um, worked with Diana King, Tessanchin, yes. Maxi Priest, Budgie Banton, Dennis Brown, Shaggy. How did this all start? I read that you started as a drummer first before you picked the guitar. Is that true? Well, yes, as a youngster growing up, drums was my first instrument. Um, I never actually pursued it professionally because mm. I switched to guitars maybe when I was, I don't remember, 10 or so. Okay. I started playing guitars, so I pursued that, you know, rather than pursue being a drummer. But my first, you know, in um, stints of being a musician, um, I was a teen. So, mm. and my brother and I, my brother played bass, Jones played bass. Right. So we hooked up with some friends from school and we started a band. You know, we actually recorded an album too in the, oh, in wow. the early nineties. It just it just didn't come out. Oh, okay. You know, um, Red Rat was in the band as the DJ. Um, Red Rat's brother was the drummer, singer, 
and sometimes keyboard player depending on which um, version of the band at the time because there was a point where there was no drummer so we used a drum machine so I used to program the drums oh, wow. so okay. it was that kind of style band you know Yes. and then he started um, when he started playing drums we figured that we should get a singer to be out front mm-hmm. so we got Errol Bannick, who was featured on, on this album, Cliff Marley Tosh album. Yes. He was the singer for our band. Wow. And he's actually the brother of Scatter um, Bannick, who, who plays in Rough Cut. He's in the Rough Cut band. And he also does things with uh, Inner Circle, I think. He sings with Inner Circle from time to time. This is Scatter. Okay. So his younger brother was the lead singer for our band at the time. So this was like the early 90s, maybe I was 14, 15, up to age 17, all of us together, you know, used to do small gigs around town. Okay. And we recorded an album and all of that, you know. But that was my first, you know, stint of being a musician. And then after that, now, um, our drummer started playing with a band that was touring with Dennis Brown at the time. Mm. And... He was the one who called me and said, yo, the guitarist, leave the band, you can't come play and things. So that's how I ended up in that band. And my first trip was with Dennis Brown going to Guyana to perform. Wow. And how old was you then? Yeah. Uh, I was, that was at 96, I was 19. Wow. I, t- I turned 20 the summer of that year, but this was in February, so I was 19. Wow, that's amazing. What what yeah. was the name of the band that you guys formed with Red Bat and everybody uh, in it? Oh, that, the name of the band was Crew, K-R-U, meaning Knowledge, Respect and Unity. Wow, see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's no chance that we can see that band again that, that won't come out, you know? No, I mean, my dad has has, has the recordings and the masters because at the time he was the one, you know, um, mm. kind of overseeing stuff and managing the band okay um so he he has intentions of releasing some of the material but i've been telling him that it really makes no sense because <laughs> we none of us has the intention of ever being a unit again okay you know? at least i don't because i don't see where it makes sense yeah. now at this point fair play but we might release some songs or share them on social media just you know as nostalgic looking back and say oh this is where we're coming from you know yeah that that's that's cool so and i know um now everything that you the names that you mentioned um, kind of made sense from just my experience in the music like i've always been a fan and just a selector you know what i mean i used to see like especially yeah. with, the, with the main street crew um, danny brownie and yeah. you mentioned red rat so i so what was was he was red rat family or how did that link come around like you know oh well um no we, we went to the same um, prep school and we were just very close with because they, he and his brother knew that me and my brother were musicians, you know. Yeah. And so we just link up because at school, I think we were on the football team together or something like that too. Okay. But his brother is like three years older than me. Oh. So he moved on to high school, but he went to Meadowbrook High School, which is right beside the prep school. Mm. So we still used to see him and interact. And when we found out that he was playing music, we used to just link up, go around their house and just jam you know he had a drum set and stuff I, I carry my guitar and we just hold a vibe sometimes and that was wasn't with any intention of starting a band or anything it's just kids loving music together and just vibing and stuff and after that they ended up living at my house because i think their dad was migrating or so okay and 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 he wanted them to um to have a guardian of the sort and my mom used to board children at the house mm. so i don't remember how they got the link like his father and my mom started talking about it and so so they ended up living at our house boarding at our house so which made the whole music connection and, and everything got thicker because then we started to move like family they, they used to tell people that we were cousins ah okay <laughs> but <laughs> you know but yes like for me five years they, they live at our house and with us we hung out together we did everything like family as you say you know mm. so yeah that's how the whole red rat link came up 
it's nice to it's it's it's, it's nice talking to you you know um yourself and other musicians because like, unless you're a real nerd or geek for the music you don't necessarily and people don't necessarily pay attention to who's playing the drum and the right, guitar and true. x y and z like you mentioned Everbonic, you know um yeah, yeah. I, I know him as a singer if, right, um, so right. you putting a the connection there now is like wow you know it, it makes makes the third go even thir- further you know seeing seeing yeah, seeing yeah, yeah, yeah so how would you describe your style well that's a tricky one you know, because <laughs> if, if, if you know my earlier um work you you hear that it was you know influenced by a lot of rock and stuff and then over the years it kind of tapered off into what it is now mm. um no i'm I, when i did the album groovy love thing yes i was trying to aim at a smooth jazz market mm. you know that's why the album sounds the way it does mm. so i would say i my style is a fusion of, of genres really Okay. You know, I try to do a little smooth jazz, chill out vibe, you know, mixed with the reggae. And every now and then you might, you know, hear a little rock guitar come in, you know. Mad. But I, I like to leave people to, to, to describe it themselves, you know. Because yes. a lot of times I'm, I'm, I'm just, I just want to create without thinking of, okay, what am I doing now? Where or uh, how to, to place this, mm. you know. I'm like, say if you build it, they will come. So that's <laughs> if right. I create the music, the fans will be there. That's right. Because even like when I hear your music, I know it's you. You know what I mean? Like I say, yeah, oh, that's so definitely yeah. Dubwise. You know what I mean? Cool, cool. I can nice, hear that. Nice. You know, that's fine. Yeah. You know. But okay, so let's talk about this song, Johnny Be Good. You know, um, the yeah. so like the selections of this, the, the the choices that you chose, man. It's like yeah, they they hit nice. Yeah. You know. But, See, um, thanks, thanks. Yeah, so let's talk about the Johnny Be Good one with Everbonic. How, how and why? Oh, that that's one of my favorite songs. Even though it's not a Peter Tosh song, it's a Chuck Berry song. Okay, yes. I think Peter Tosh's version was has been one of my favorites for years, and you know just how I mean, growing up, I actually never had a clue about Chuck Berry's version. Mm. It's since I started playing guitar and. I think somebody said it to me when I was a teen or something like that. Because I, I always thought it was Peter Tosh's song. Anyhow, I, th- I think Peter Tosh owned the song, meaning his version is such a strong reggae song, you know, and, and with a guitar solo as well, you know. Yes. Um, so that song was chosen because of those reasons. Okay. Um, Particularly the guitar solo is the part of the song that I always look forward to. You know, originally played by a guy named Donald King Kinsey. Ah. He was um yeah he was in Peter Tosh's band and I think he played with the Whalers. Yes. More he was playing with Whalers recently as well. Mm. You know. <clears throat> yeah. But I, I saw yeah. Don, I met Donald Kingsley when he came to the UK a few years ago with the Whalers. Oh and nice. Yeah, that was a nice experience. Wicked, wicked, wicked. Uh-huh. So yeah, that's why I chose that song. And that song, it, that was recorded back in uh, 06, 05, 06. Wow. You know, and um, the musicians on that record was, at the time, uh, Michael Fletcher on bass, uh, Christopher Birch on keyboards, who were in Shaggy's band at the time. Mm, okay. You know, and I got Paul Castic, who was... Shaggy's band at the time was kind of um, fractions of 809 band, a popular backing band yes. from Jamaica. So it was Michael Fletcher, um, Chris Birch, and Paul Castic from 809. So Paul Castic is playing drums on this record. Because of his style, I chose him to play this wow. particular song. Um, the horn guys, some new guys in Jamaica now. So the horns were overdubbed last year, actually. The horns were done last year by some new guys fresh out of um, School of Music, Edna Manley School of Music. Nice. They call themselves Top Brass. Okay. You know, nice, some nice guys. And Sherita Lewis, who is touring with Damian Marley, did the vocals. And the Listen, this is Martin present for Daddy English. Reggae in this the man divine Back in the woods and top of the hill, yeah 
on a gunny sack Sitting at the tree at the railroad track, yeah I mean, honestly, I tried. That song was voiced back when the song was originally recorded, and since then, I've been trying to get you know a name artist, you know, somebody okay. who is who has a name to, to record for me, and you know, how big artists do you know, <laughs> you know, so there is either they're not feeling it or they're not doing any covers right now or whatever it is, and I say, you know what, yeah. I like how Earl sings the song, so I'm just going to stick with yeah. what was done originally you yes. know what I mean? so I just put it out as is yeah he no he he did well he did very well you know see, yeah see, most thanks. definitely but it's it's surprising <laughs> that you know especially if if you you yourself dub wise goes on artist and says I like to hear your voice on this yeah. from the, from, you know because you're such an accomplished musician you know like right, right, it, it right. seems strange like you you were featured on um, Lauren Hill's album, the Grammy-winning album, um, yeah. Miss Education. Like, which, yeah, yeah. Which, which songs and how did that whole link come about, come around? Oh, that was you. You probably call it luck because that was back when I was nineteen-ish, I think, wow. or you know, young, younger than that, younger oh, wow. than that, because that album was recorded ninety-five, so I was probably eight. So, um. Errol Brown, who was um, Bob Marley's engineer, and he was working for the uh, the Marleys at the time. He knows that I play guitar because my father was a bass player for Ziggy Marley and the Melody Makers during that time. Okay. 
So Lauren Hill came to Jamaica and was recording at the studio at the um, Bob Marley Museum that had just finished the studio. And she was recording the album there. And I was at the house one day and I just got a call, you know, EB, we're calling EB Earl Brown, he's the name of the EB call and say, yo, what you doing? We need a guitar up here now. We need somebody to play some guitars and a song right now. Oh, man. What you doing? You can't come? <laughs> I was like, yeah, sure. Cool, yeah. And when I went, it was her session. Wow. <laughs> it was See. her session and, and that was it. We just played the song. That was it. Okay. So, which song is it? Is it more than one? Oh, or? the first track. The first, no, okay. that's the first track. Last one. All right. I'm gonna look that up. I'm gonna pay close attention now. Wow, yeah. that's that's a nice feeling, you know. Very nice feeling. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. You know, and so I so saw. I suppose that's how the link for the um, Ziggy Marley album came around because you also played on that one too. Right, right. Um, because you know, everybody. I, I'm the uh, I'm the one that's always going to the rehearsals with my father. You know. Okay. So everybody knew that I played guitar and I was always interested, so I'm always hanging around and you know, daddy got in studio and they would be. And I, I don't remember how it came about with the, with the guitar song. I think I was there, yeah I was there and Ziggy was playing the riff, the, a song named Beautiful Mother Nature. And he was playing the song. There was, I mean, guitarist that I was looking up to at the time was on the record already. Um, China Smith, Earl China Smith. Yes. And the next guy named, um, he was playing the acoustic steel string guitars. This other guy named Ray Hitchens was playing classical um, acoustic guitar. And Ziggy had the electric guitar playing. but. Because he's not a guitarist, he, he couldn't execute the part properly. So he said, you can play this, play this. Wow. And I gave him the guitar and I, I learned the part. And so I played electric guitars and the other two by um, people who was, you know, I was really nervous too because I look up to these musicians and here I was playing on a record with them, you know. Wow. So that's why I played guitar on that one song. And then I played, um, I programmed some drums on a song named Power to Move, yeah. And that's because Ziggy had bought a, a MPC drum machine. And Ziggy and Steve, one of them bought an MPC during that time of the album recording and nobody knew how to use it. But I, I, I was using drum machines from when I was in high school. You know, so my father saw that and said, yeah, my, my son know how to use these things, you know. Man. So he... I wasn't familiar with the MPC at the time because I, I wasn't familiar with the sampling drum machine at the time. So what he did was he brought home the drum machine and he said, yo, learn how to use this. And I figured it out, figured it out, and then we went back to the studio and Ziggy said, I need to, we're working on a song right now. So this is a song, play some drums. Man. <laughs> and, and that was it. I ended up doing two songs, um, part of a movie and a song named Hunter Man.
So really, were you ever short of confidence when it came to this? Like, you know, it's like people were just throwing you in the ring, like, yo, go do this. Were you ever nervous or anything like that? Yeah, man, I'll know. I. Okay. <laughs> you know, because, I mean, as I said, you know, these, these people are people who I, I, I used to look up to, you know. Mm. You see them on tour, you hear them on the radio and stuff, you know. You know, you just want to be a part of what they are doing, but I would have never have guessed that it would have turned out that way, you know. But yeah, man, I was always nervous, but because I knew what I was doing, you know, it, I executed well. Yes, very yeah, that's, that's that's amazing, you know, and I think that's a lesson to many musicians. Sometimes, you know, just be in the space, just be around people, because you don't know when your chance will come, you know. So right, true, yeah, true, true. true. That's so a, true. Are there any more like um, young brownies coming up that we can look forward to? That's gonna be in the music that you know of. Um, well, my son directly, yes. My right. son plays bass right now. Okay. Um, he's what, 20, 23 years old. Wow. Play, great bass player because he just did some gigs with Tyros because my dad couldn't make a, um, a gig the other day. My dad wasn't well, so he oh. said, yo, go to that Tyros gig for me. So he just did a gig with Tyros. <laughs> well done. Um, and he was in Edna Manley um, College of music mm-hmm. and he had a band in the school but the band kind of you know dismantled <laughs> but for now him to answer your question he's okay. the only one besides my um my cousin which is Cleavis son okay because Cleavis son produces as well and he plays a little keyboard and some guitar I was giving him guitar lessons one oh. time so Cleavis on Nile his his label is River Nile Productions. Okay. So yeah, he, he he's he's doing stuff because he, he did some songs with Vegas. He did some some I don't remember the song, but in the some songs with Vegas that was kind of popping one time. Wow, that's nice. And yeah, the only other person in the music I can remember right now is also Uncle Danny's son, Danny Brown's son. Mm-hmm. Nika, he, he works with Romy and Virga, but he, he produces and manages Romy. Oh, wow. He's not like, he doesn't play an instrument per se, uh, but he's a producer and manager. Right, this is good. So the, the Brownie bloodline is strong in the music, you know? And yes, the music's still. strong in the, <laughs> in, the, in the bloodline too. That's the nice part. Yeah. You know? For real, for real. Um, did you go to Edna Manley School of Music also? No, I didn't. Okay. No, I didn't. Um, mostly self-taught I did some lessons maybe like eight weeks worth of guitar lessons with um, a great teacher named Maurice Gordon okay. he's a Jamaican Canadian jazz guitarist and he he used to teach at Edna too but I didn't go to Edna okay fair play Fair play. So, all right then, let's talk about the next one. I'm gonna I'm gonna select this one because I've I've never heard this artist before. Uh, Rebel in me. Um, it's a Jimmy Cliff song featuring Wayne okay. Armand. Wayne Armand, yeah. Yes. Um, talk Rebel, about that for us. Rebel in me, you know, is um one of Jimmy's most popular songs here in Jamaica. You know, when it came out, um, it's a ballad song originally. Um. And I, I decided to do the song in a blues style, you know, a slow blues, because at the time I was, you know, into Hendrix and I love Red House. Mm-hmm. Hendrix song called Red House. I was, what if I did Rebelling Me in that kind of style, you know? So wow. I did, came up with the arrangement and I was wondering who could I get to sing this song who, you know, would complement the style of the song. And I, I thought of Wayne man because I know his vocal tone, his range, and he, he also plays guitar. Okay. Um, Wayne man is from the band Chalice. If, if you yes, Chalice wow. Chalice from the 80s. Yeah. So he wow. he's he was one of the singers, or is one of the singers, because Chalice still exists. Yes. He is one of the lead singers of the group, Chalice. So I, I thought his voice would complement the song. And funny enough, he used to tour Jimmy Cliff before me, like a couple, of, like a good while before me. So he was familiar with the material, and and, and you know we share you know a mutual respect for each other's work and and, and, and guitar playing. So 
That's it. You know, he came to the studio. After I did the track, he, um, I called him, sent it to him, and he heard it, and he loved it. And he said, just let me know when you want to voice it. And he came to the studio, voiced it, played his guitar solo, and that's it. This is Savannah representing for Reggae English. Daddy English. Big up.
That's a yeah, nice man. vibe there, man. Like, you know, it's just good to hear that these musicians, these great musicians are still out there and they're still working, you know. Right, true, 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 true. You know? yeah, man. Very good. Um, so I, I always asked um, this question, you know, and it's and it's, almost, it's, it's the hardest question. I think I've asked you this before uh, at Watertown Sunsplash. But um, if you used to say, this is why I love reggae music, which song would tell you that? This is why I love reggae music for yourself. Oh wow! <laughs> I know that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, because for me, songs, songs, how do I put it? Songs that I'm drawn to are songs that I really like. Mm. It changes over time. So this is why I, I could say Johnny be good, you know? Okay. Johnny be good. Yeah, man. The um, Peter Tosh version, Johnny be good. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. it, it, it. it it's one of them songs that is unmistakably reggae, mm. you, you know, and it, it's it what you call militant because of his delivery and how the track was produced. Right. And then it has this epic guitar solo on it, so yes. it appealed to me in every way, yeah. you know. So yeah, it's a Johnny Be Good by Peter Tosh for you. Yeah, man, that's that's a nice vibe there, man. So, what what do you listen to then? What, what like what's on your your ears at the moment? Wow, good question, because I have been um, cursing myself literally for the past couple of weeks because I haven't been listening much. Okay. You know, I'm like, yo, Dubs, you're not listening, you're not getting inspired. Mm. But typically, like, a song was released last fr- Friday, Bruno Mars and um, What's His Face. Uh, Anderson, Anderson Park. Big song, yeah. Yeah. I like music like I like pop songs. I, I, typically, when I'm listening, I listen to um, Apple Music, the pop station. Okay. Because um, popular music, it always you know inspiring to hear from a per, um, production. If if mm. I'm thinking about production, yes. And what what people are listening to and what's happening in the world today, I listen to pop music always. I always find some pop internet radio station to listen to so I can hear what's going on in the pop world. Wow. But when from I'm, when I'm ready to be that musician or the guitarist, anytime mm. I want inspiration, I'll always look for some jazz stuff. So some Benson, mm. West Montgomery. Um, I really like Mike Stern. You know. Um, yeah, back in the day, I used to listen to a lot of Hendrix and Joe Satriani. All right. Yeah, but no, nowadays, typically for for inspiration, musically, for, as a guitarist, mm. I'll I listen to um, jazz and smooth jazz. Okay, but from a production perspective, I'll always go to the pop stations and listen to all what's going on in the world of pop. Right. Wow, that that I, that makes sense now. Um, hearing you say that, you know, this, and listen to your music too, and I think that's a nice gem that you just dropped there about listening to pop music. You know, for the See, production quality, like it's yeah, man, yeah, man, it's, yeah. You know, it, it's there. I want also want to encourage people to go and um, if you haven't already, you know, you've heard me play on on this um, podcast and other stations to listen to the Groovy Little Thing album. That's a nice listen. You can just have it on playing, and you can do what you want to do, and and this, you know. And, and just enjoy the vibes, you know. Likewise, this album, Cliff Marley and Tosh. When when would that be um, released? All right, I will, I'm thinking May between May and June. I haven't set an um, exact date yet, okay. but the latest it will be released in June. The full project. Um, I think I'm going to release two more singles before dropping the whole album. Um, I had actually planned on re- 
the the, the current single um, "Turn Your Lights Down Low." Mm. I'm supposed to be working on a, a remix for it um, with 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 two of Jamaica's finest singers, ah. and um, it got pushed back because this whole COVID thing. I was, I get a positive COVID test the other day, so I have to be in quarantine. Oh, wow. Oh, man, sorry to hear yeah. that. Yeah. Yes, one of them things. I'm, I'm feeling fine still. Okay. Oh, man. But, um, so, I have to push that back because I can't interact with anybody. Right. Okay. So, hopefully, within another week or so, I can get that going and we, we did release a remix. So, we have more vocals on that song. Not just my vocals, but, they have some good singers on the song as well. Okay. And then, funny enough, I think my third single going to be the um, wait, Johnny Be Good. Okay. Johnny Be Good. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's a nice one still. Yeah. Oh, and man. then drop drop the album after that. Yo, you know what? Yeah, I'm. I don't know, but I'm thinking maybe my favorite one on this album here. And I'm, I'm liking coming in hot. Um, the t- I'm, oh yeah yeah I'm living that vibe man <laughs> honestly you know like, nice, yeah nice. living that vibe there, man. Yeah, so. yeah that that song came about because um, originally I think there were two other um, Peter Tosh songs no mm-hmm. one Jimmy Cliff song and a Peter Tosh song and a Bob Marley song that I when listening back to the project because it's the, the whole production started a long time ago mm-hmm. when I listened to it in December to complete the project. I didn't like those songs. Okay. So I said, okay, I have to find another Peter Tosh song to do right now. And I started just going through his catalog. And when I heard that one, I was like, yo, this is cool. This mm. can be nice. So I said, yo, let me try coming in hot and see how it work out. And I like it for real. Nice, good. <laughs> I like how it turned out. Yes. Yeah. Mr. ready now. Everything baby know Yeah, Kawa We tune into Daddy English Reggae in the city, keep it locked The hardcore say that Flash it
Um, we like since the last episode, we had uh, another big loss in the fraternity, um, and Benny Whaler passed away. Um, yes, yes, yes. Do you did you ever get to work with him, or you have any thoughts to share about him? Um, no, I never got to work with him. And my only, what would I say? I've seen him perform live maybe twice. Okay. And I think one one of the times, I think my dad was playing with him. I was maybe 13 or something like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I saw him once live. Okay. Um, not not much to say about because uh, I, I I don't really listen to him. Yes. But well, he has some some great songs that people really enjoy. Yes. You know. For sure. But but I mean, I, I, you know, another icon. Yeah, you man. know, le- left us. <laughs> that's right. That's you right. know. You know. But that's part of life. That's it. Well. The boys, let us let everybody know how they can stay up to date with you and everything that you got going on. Okay, cool. Yeah, you can stay up to date with me by going to my website, robertdubwise.com and joining my mailing list. Um, I send out newsletters about every month or so, but especially if something new is happening, you'll always get a notification on that mailing list and you'll get um, opportunities to hear new music before everybody else too yes. um, outside of that um, on Instagram Robert Dubwise Brownie <coughs> Facebook Robert Dubwise and that's pretty much it you can keep up to date with anything I'm doing via those social media but definitely my mailing list cool uh, can you um, I, I've not had a chance to tune in yet but I know you and your brother do something on Instagram um, every so often uh, yes, wh- what's that yes, about? yes we call it Twin Talks Live on Instagram but it will be difficult for you because we start at um, 9pm so that's like 2am exactly yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly but yeah. What, we, what we try to do every Tuesday is are not sometimes we, we don't because of whatever reason you know mm. but we try to keep it up every tuesday night at 9 p.m eastern we basically have discussions about what's going on in the industry um maybe in particular the jamaican music industry and try to give young producers young artists young musicians insights onto you know how to grow your audience or how to be better at what you're doing, you know. Mm. And basically, just have a discussion and give advice on certain topics, whatever comes up. You know, sometimes people ask us specific questions, okay. and we answer it to the best of our abilities. Nice. But but that's pretty much it. It's just a way to. I don't like using the word give back, but basically, to share our knowledge and experience yeah. with the younger with the younger folks who would like to be in a position that we are in mm-hmm. or even a better position that we are in yes yes no, no well we thank you for that you know because um especially that i'm kind of upset that i don't get to listen but um See, yeah you know but you, you can catch it on youtube because what shams does is he he records it and then he re-uploads them to youtube great so it's 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 on his youtube channel shams the producer all right you can catch most of the episodes on, on his youtube channel okay i'll be doing that for sure you know you know deb wise thank you for taking the time out man we really appreciate it and just encourage you to keep going and you know thank you for the great works that you're doing yeah man give thanks daddy english it's always a pleasure talking to you and give thanks for the opportunity to share my story with your audience Blessed, this is Mark tomorrow. Present for Daddy English, Reggae in the City podcast. This is Kayla Bliss, and you are now listening to Daddy English. Daddy English. Just had a sneak peek of the Cliff Marley Tosh album, soon to be released. Keep it locked to robertdubwise.com 
for all the information regarding that one. Yes, we definitely support that. This is the first single from the album, Turn Your Lights Down Low. That is my time. So remember the man that walks backwards stumbles, but the man that walks forward too fast trips up. Keep it moving and catch you next time. This is Savannah representing for Reggae in the City with Daddy English. Big up, big up. I like it, I like it, I like it.